And there's another definition that a new client of mine said, which I posted it on Instagram a while ago when it happened, but I was asking her, what's your definition of self-worth? And she said, self-worth for me is the standard. Hey loves, my name is Dantea and I'm your fave self-worth therapist and coach. And this is my show, Situationship. This show is about getting out of toxic situationships that go beyond partners to family and friends and everything in between to living a life of joy and self-worth. Okay, let's get into it. Hey loves, how are you? I hope you are well. Hope you are well enough to be present in this moment. Today, we are going to be talking about self-worth again, right? And more importantly, what it actually looks like to practice self-worth. So I know that I talk about self-worth a lot and we may understand what it means for ourselves. And I wanted to approach this episode differently. I want to talk about more so exactly what is self-worth and then how can we practice it for ourselves? Not not practice it the way like Dante practices it. That might look totally different from how you'd want to practice it. It's more so how will you practice it once we go through this? So first, as I do with my clients, I am a, I'm a huge believer in defining the meaning of things, defining it, what like what society says is definition, you know, what Merriam-Webster, what Oxford says is definition, and then your personal self, what that definition is for, because that's all that's really going to matter to you in a day if we are wanting to move more and more closer to authenticity. So I've already pulled it up. Let's see. What does self-worth mean? So self-worth as defined by Merriam-Webster means a feeling that you are a good person who deserves to be treated with respect. That is the Merriam-Webster definition, right? And I saw this other thing. This is from, looks like, tellhumanes.com says there are four components that define the esteem you might feel for yourself. So here are the four components they believe for the four types of self-worth. This is what they say. So there's one self-confidence, there's two identity, there's three feeling of belonging, and there's four feeling of competence. I'm saying all this to say, blah, blah, blah. Like, what is your definition of self-worth? Is it a feeling that you deserve what you feel like you deserve, no matter what that is. If you feel like I deserve to live in a 17 bedroom mansion, that's what I deserve. If you feel like I deserve to have stability in my life, bills are paid and that's all I need. That's your sense of worth, right? That's your feeling. That's the thing, how I see it, the thing that's going to feed into that constant, I'm a good person. I deserve these things. I'm a good person. I deserve these things, right? And there's another definition that a new client of mine said, which I posted it on Instagram a while ago when it happened, but I was asking her, what's your definition of self-worth? And she said, um, self-worth for me is the standard. And I was like, (laughs) yes, like the standard of how I should be treated and like how I should feel, you know, on kind of on daily. And so I really, really like that because again, a lot of times it's really easy. Something on my dress. A lot of times it's really easy to get stuck in this place of my self-worth is defined by others, right? So if a friend 
a manager, those are usually my my things. If a manager, um, family member didn't like something that you did or um, you didn't get invited to something, that tells you I'm not a good person. I don't deserve to be invited to this thing because they determine my, my worth. And again, like I'm not I'm not gonna um, say you shouldn't think that way. We're conditioned to think that way. We are truly conditioned to to go through this world and let everyone be the markers for for um, what may come to us, what we deserve, what we the spaces we are allowed to enter. Right. So there is that piece. Like I mean, if someone doesn't want you to come to their party, they want you to come to their party. And there's another way of looking at that, and the way is, hmm. Will this define my worth? Will this be the new meaning? Like, I'm not invited to the party. Will I hold that for the rest of my life? Will it be something of, okay, I wasn't invited. Oh, yeah, that hurts. And I'm, I'm still a good person, right? Like, my life will still go on. I will still have a good time in my life. You know, that's where I would love to see you get to. And so... The ways that I work with my clients in practicing this, the ways I work with myself in practicing self-worth on a daily basis, I really just continue to pull it apart. So for me, self-worth means my mantras, my affirmations, I'm a good person, I deserve these things, you know, I feel good about myself, I am beautiful, all those things, right? And then there's another part of that, but that's my identity, how I feel like my identity, my identity. I feel someone that is kind, that is caring, that is very, very sensitive, that um, is definitely emotionally. I I make a lot of decisions based on my emotions. That's just what it is. You know, uh, someone who is a high achiever, someone who is a recovering perfectionist, someone who is recovering people pleaser, right? Someone who can be also very, very assertive. And I'll let you know where I stand and you'll never have to guess how I feel about anything. There's also that too. So for me, the more and more I get to sit in that space of my identity, the more and more I get to show up without wondering about someone not like me, or um, I I find this thing funny, I'm going to do that. Or even earlier today, I was in kind of like a posh grocery store. I, I would say it's a posh grocery store for my area. Like there's there's a Whole Foods, there's those little boutiques. And then I went to, a, um, a, it's, it's called Fresh Market. Fresh Market. I would say it's posh for the area that I am in. That's what I will say. So I'm in there and um, I started singing like I randomly do. I started singing the Hamilton song, uh, Helpless. I believe it was Helpless. I think it was Helpless. And I started singing it and someone's looking at me and I just, you know, there's the urge of like, oh, stop singing. Like you're embarrassing yourself. She's probably judging you. She's probably thinking like, wow, it's a grocery store. Don't, don't sing in a grocery store, you know? And I just told myself, well, it's not illegal to sing in a grocery store here. And I want to sing the song and I'm having a good day. I'm having a good morning. I'm, I'm glad I'm able to even shop in this posh store, you know, looking for um, some seasonings. I want to make a arroz con pollo cubano style. And so I need a certain ingredient. They didn't have it there. So off to Kroger, I shall go. And it was just a nice moment, a reminder for me, like, yeah, I want to show up as me in 
all spaces, even if I get it wrong, like even if I do the wrong thing to someone else, or even if um, it was a timing thing and I should be laughing at this moment or just, I don't know, just me, right? Just me showing up as me. And I want you to show up as you, like, how do you really want to show up when you're at a grocery store? How do you want to show up when you, when you embrace your friends? How do you want to show up when you get on the airplane? How do you want to show up at a restaurant? Are you the person that, okay, so I'll say this too. Well, also when it comes to self-worth, what I help with my clients and myself, we also talk a lot about our values. What are our core values? What are, what are the things that we feel like center us and keeps us in alignment? And so if one of those values like mine is clarity, then clarity is, is threaded through everything in my life, right? So clarity for me shows about a restaurant where I ask questions. Yes, does Family Guy always talk about how women ask a lot of questions and ask for modifications on menus? Yeah, and that's fine. I find that I can laugh at that. And it's not going to change me for asking questions. Now, if I go somewhere in a different country and it's pres- uh, presumed as rude or inappropriate to ask for modifications, or even if I go to like a friend's house or their family's house for dinner and they make this food, if they're not asking me um, my thoughts on all the meals, I'm not going to offer that up. I'm not going to ask a lot of questions. And if I'm at a restaurant, I will ask clarity questions. I want you to be able to not minimize yourself, not silence yourself and really think about, am I showing up as me? Am I, am I putting baby in a corner? You know, like, what actually am I doing? I also believe my self-worth has to do with being in nature and feeling confident about myself. And so I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast. So I'll talk about it now. A few years ago, I think it was 2015, 2015, 2016. And I just remember one day feeling like, you know what? I really hate bras. Like, I hate bras. And for a long time in my life, I've always had a fuller chest, right? Um, There was a week, maybe even a weekend in middle school when I was like an A cup. And I was like, yay, I finally got boobies. I got little buds, booby boobies, got my green bra, right? Never forget it. I swear to you, the very next week, I was like fully in a C cup. Like we had skipped over B, never knew B, never met her, and we are now in C. And then after that, I think a few years after that, I was a solid D cup. And now I am, I feel like it changes all the time. But I would I would say for sure, for sure, if I really want the girls to be sitting comfortably in, in a soup bowl, then I would I would go for a G cup. That's what I would do. So they can like really, cause when I, when I tell you they are full, they are full. When people are like on my boob people, like multiple people, when people are like, you know, like, oh, suck on your boobs, whatever, right? Like th- my boob will cover their face. It will cover their face, you know? <laughs> Not the whole head, but like, I, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's covered. So, and now I'm getting off track. Let me find my way back. Okay, yeah, yeah, so bras, I hate bras. I'm saying I would say when you have bigger boobs or maybe maybe even if you don't have bigger boobs and you don't feel like wearing bras because bras suck. So I decided to tell myself and allow myself, okay, you don't like to wear bras. 
So you wear bras at work because it's more of a professional place and whatever, whatever. Um, what if we didn't wear bras on the weekend? And so that year, every Saturday, every Saturday, I stopped wearing bras. <laughs> and I remember some of my family members being like, are you not wearing a bra? Oh, and now, and now, now, years later, almost 10 years later, now to the point where I hardly ever wear a bra. Like I'm wearing a bra now because I've realized I do like looking at my body in certain um, clothing with a bra on. It's not often. It's not often. Uh, but it, now it's gotten to the point where I'll have, like my bonus mom will say, um, you know, it, it's like asking you to put on a bra. And I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely swinging in the other direction. However, that's a part of me. And I've learned to feel very confident with my boobs swinging left and right and saying hello to people I don't want them to say hello to because I'm not wearing a bra. And that's okay. And that's me showing up within myself. That's me owning myself. That's me being in my authentic space and not, what is that word? Not um, catering to others as the word, but there's another word. Cowarding? Is that a word? Is cowarding to others? The point is, show up as you, baby. Show up as you. Whatever that is. Are there times and places where we want to adjust? Absolutely. As with anything. As with anything. And more importantly, when we sit and when we really own and really identify, identify to find our values, our identity, what we deserve, as much as is within our control what we deserve, right? When we really sit and think about the things that make me happy, how often are you allowing yourself that? If you like to dance, that you're afraid people are gonna judge you for how you dance, how, how much joy are you allowing in your life by not dancing because people are in the room or not dancing on camera because someone will post it or not taking a dance class because it's been like me over 10 years maybe over 15 years since I've taken a ballet class, right? So I just want you to know that who you are is excellent. People wanna see you in so many other ways. And when you tap into that more, when you allow yourself to be in your authentic place and your identity, you will find yourself having less, to less toxic relationships. You will find yourself having more honest conversations. You will find yourself uh, showing up, just showing up for you more, taking up space more, right? Maybe you've always been the friend where you just let the person just dump on you, tell you whatever they want to tell you, and you don't even press it because it's like, oh, you know, she has, she's got enough going on, or, or she has a kid, or she has a husband, or her mom's sick, or whatever, whatever, right? And it's like, however, what, what matters to you? Feeling maybe your values connected, like your connection. How can we get you to in alignment with connection with the people that you love, the people that love you? You know what I mean? And then when you do it, let me know how that feels. I, I love talking about self-worth. I feel like I'll always be talking about self-worth. And so if you have any questions, comments, if you have something else uh, you want to add to this conversation, hit me up. Let's talk about it. Until next time, you got this. Check on your identity. Check in with your values. Check on what you feel like you deserve. And I want you to practice moving towards that each and every day. Okay. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the show, loves. 
This show was produced by Mackenzie Mazell and me, Dantea. If you got a question you'd like me to answer, which I know you do, please send it to Dantea at soireesintherapy.com. That's S-O-I-R-E-E-S for soirees. When you do that, the answer might just become an episode and I would love to keep talking about your question. Want to work with me? The link is in the show notes. I'll see you there and I'll see you in the next episode. Okay. Okay.